This is the Kitzer of the third Sikha of Parshas Achrei in Chelech Yizayim, page 193. The Rabbi begins with the din of Vidui, where we paskin like the Chachamim that say that when you do Vidui, the Vidui has to be to say Chatosi, Avisi, Pashati, that includes all kinds of Avedis. Chatosi is Beshegig, Avisi is Bemezid, and Pashati is a Meire doing things despite against Hashem. So that's the full-fledged Vidui as the Rambam explains. But, the Rambam also says, and the Rebbe brings in Shulchan Aruch, that a Yim Kippur, if a person just says one word, Chatasi, I sinned, with this is Yaitzeh, the Mitzvah of Vidui. The question is, how you Yaitzeh, the Mitzvah of Vidui, with that one word, Chatasi? Chatasi only refers to a Shegek. So how could that Vidui be enough for those Avedas that he did B'Mezid and as a Merideh, and why would that even be B'Dyeved, a good enough of a Vidui? Point is, we see over here that there are two things, in the two concepts or two aspects in Vidui. There's the Iker Vidui, which is when a person just says the one word, Chatasi. And then there's the Shlemus of the Vidui, when a person says Chatasi, Avisi, and Peshati, and a person also asks for Kapara, as the Rambam says, and Sefer mitzvis. And this really corresponds to Tshuva. In Tshuva as well, we find that there's the Iker Mitzvah of Tshuva, as we'll see, the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya. And then there's the Shlemus of Tshuva, the vidui is an expression of the tshuva in the heart. And therefore the vidui that expresses the tshuva also has the ikir vidui, and it has the shlemis of the vidui with all the details. So this is explained according to the b'raise that brings the chilukei kapara, the various different categories of kapara, where Abmasya Mancharish says that there are four categories for kapara, and Ablazah ben Azariah says there are only three. And the price that it brings is a case of mitzvah saseh, when you do tshuva, the ebesher is meichel, mitzvah loisaseh, so the tshuva is toile, and yom kippur, yom kippur is mechaper. If a, if a person is over and krisis and mrs. bezden, so then tshuva and yom kippur are only toile, and yusurim are what cleanse a person, and then comes chilol Hashem, only when a person passes away, this cleanses him. That's the price. So the Mepharshim here explained why according to Rabbi Lozab and Azariah are there only three. He says there's only three over here, not four. If you, if you count them, there's Mitzvah Sasei, Mitzvah Slei Sasei, then Krisis and Mrs. Bezdin, and then Chilol Hashem. So you really have four here. So the Marsha says, we don't count Mitzvah Sasei, which only requires Shuvah, because Shuvah is equal by all of them. Rakeda says, we don't count Chilol Hashem, because Chilol Hashem, a person is only getting the Kapada after he passes away. And here, we're only counting what a person gets a Kapada when he's alive. The Al-Turebbe and Tanya, we see, says, we can understand from the Al-Turebbe that he accepts the Pshat from the Akeda. Because the Alter Rebbe, when he quotes this Brais in Tanya, skips the conclusion where it brings Chilul Hashem. So we see that the Alter Rebbe is Medayik to bring these Chiluke Kapara, and it's three Chiluke Kapara, not including Chilul Hashem. So the question over here is, how do we explain this Machloikis between Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah and Rabbi Masya ben Chalash, whether we count it as three or as four, do we include Chilul Hashem, which the Kapara is only after you pass away, or not? And Bechlal, regarding the Alter Rebbe, in Tanya, why is it relevant for the Alter Rebbe to bring these chiluke kapare, if the Alter Rebbe in Tanya only speaks about tshuva, and not really about kapare? And why is the Alter Rebbe medayik to skip chilul Hashem? So the point over here is that when it comes to the mitzvah of tshuva, the Alter Rebbe explains that the mitzvah of tshuva is really only one thing, aziva sachet bulvat, which means mikanola going forward the person changes his behavior, instead of being a rasha, he now becomes a tzaddik by this resolution to, 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 to change and to let go from the Aveda. That's the essence of tshuva that a person does. And even though there are other details to tshuva, which means that there's also the whole past that the person's doing tshuva for. There's the regret and the remorse and crying about the past, which includes the charate, the vidui, and to beg Hashem for forgiveness and so on. All of that is not part of the etzah mitzvah of tshuva. It might be additional details in tshuva, but it's not the very mitzvah of tshuva itself. 
not even not, not even more so. As far as the person is concerned, his avoda of tshuva, the mitzvah of tshuva, is just to change his behavior from here going forward. The fact that there's a kapoda, that's the abishter. The abishter decided when a person does tshuva, he brings about the kapoda upon the person. And these things are not; these are two things that are not necessarily are dependent one on another. You have a case where a person does tshuva, but nevertheless, there's no kapoda. The Gemara brings the case where a person gave birth to a mamzer. There can't be a kapoda because the mamzer is here. But yet, the person himself, when he drops his present behavior and changes, he becomes a tzaddik. He's considered to be oisa ma'isa amcha. But nevertheless, the kapoda is something which does come out from the tshuva. When a person does tshuva properly, so then the purpose is that the tshuva should bring the person closer to Hashem, that he should be merutzah and beloved to Hashem again, and it is an outcome of the tshuva. So even though it's not necessarily going to happen, but nevertheless, this is the goal of tshuva, that a person should become closer to Hashem by cleansing his past as well. So therefore, based on this, we could now understand that when it comes to the Indian of kapara, we have two aspects in kapara. If you want to look at kapara just for this itself, the kapara, the atonement, not related to the tshuva, kapara is something that could be when the person is alive, or by Chilal Hashem, that kapara takes place even after the person passes away. Therefore, Rav Masi ben Chodesh says, when you count the levels of kapara, there are four, including Chilal Hashem, where a person reaches that kapara after he passes away. But on the other hand, though, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, he's speaking about the kapara, not for itself, but the kapara as an outcome and as a shleimus of the tshuva. And therefore, what Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah is saying is, just like all mitzvahs in the Torah, the point of the mitzvahs are dafka when a person is alive. As Chazal tells us, when a person passes away, and the point is dafka to affect your guf, to elevate your guf. It's the same thing also with kapara. The kapara as a shleimus for tshuva is dafka with the kapara when a person is alive and it cleanses the body as well. And therefore Chil Hashem, which is after a person passes away, is not counted. So Daltarebe and Yigeres HaTshuve is Medayik to bring up the Indian of Kapara as well. Not as an Indian for itself, which from the Eibishter's perspective, that the Eibishter applies the Kapara after a person does Tshuve. Daltarebe brings in Tanya the Indian of Kapara to make the point that the Kapara is also a Shleimus in the Tshuve. And therefore the Alter Rebbe talks about the Tanesim as well, that bring a person to become beloved to Hashem again. And the Alter Rebbe does not bring in Chil Hashem, because as I said, the Rebbe explains there, regarding the, the, the Tshuve, Chil Hashem, which is, achieves a Kapara only after the person passes away, is not, is not part of the Shleimus of the Tshuve. So therefore this is on the, uh, explains also when it comes to the Vidui, Vidui also has these two aspects. There is the vidui, the confession that expresses the essence of the tshuva, which is the fact that the person realizes that he sinned and he's ready to change his behavior from here going forward. For that is the one word, chatasi is good enough. Chatasi, even though he's not taking responsibility for the avedis that he did, bemezid, and that, that it's his fault, and he doesn't have the full regret for what he has done, but the realization that he sinned and he's changing his behavior, that's the point of the tshuva itself. Going forward, he's, he's doing tshuva. On the other hand, I want to have the shleimus of the tshuva, which is expressed in the full vidui. That's dafka vidui. He takes full responsibility and he says chotasi, avisi, pashati, which is the whole harata on the path. That's the full level of tshuva that's expressed in this more extensive vidui, this more extensive confession. Now we can take these in yana that we spoke about over here and explain them also according to chesidus, according to kabbalah. I'll try to bring over here at least a part of what the Rebbe explains in the sicha. The Rebbe talks about the chiluke kapara, whether it's in the number of Gimel or Dalet, the Machlekes of Rab Masih ibn Kharash and Ablaz ibn Azariah. So Gimel and Dalet, according to one version in Chassidus and in Kabbalah, Gimel refers to the Kalim, 
And, and Dalet refers to Eiris. There are three levels of Kalim, which correspond to the three worlds of Biri, Yitzir, and Asir. And then there's a fourth level of Eir, which is primarily in the world of Atsilos. And therefore, according to one pshat, the difference between Rab, Rab Masib and Chorosh and Rab Lazar ben Azariah is, Rab Masib and Chorosh is speaking about the Chalukei Kapara as they relate to the, to the Eiris. And therefore, he includes in that also the level of Atsilos, which Chilul Hashem is a level of Kapara that you have to reach all the way up to Atsilos. Whereas Rabbi Loza ben Azariah was talking about the Chalukei Kapara as they relate to the Kalim. Because Rabbi Loza ben Azariah is talking about the Kapara that a person brings upon his guf, only on a Shom of a guf in this world. The guf is the Kali in this world. And therefore, he does not include Chilul Hashem that refers to our Kapara when a person leaves the guf, which is connected to the world of Atzilus, that's higher than Kalim. That's one shot. But then there's the other shot that we brought before, which is according to the Marsha. And the Marsha says that the difference between Rab Masi B'charash and Rab Laza ben Azariah was whether we include the tshuva on mitzvah So over here, according to them, it would come out actually in the opposite. That Gimel and Dalid, Gimel refers to the Eiris and Dalid refers to Kalim. And the Rebbe brings over here Barichas according to Kabbalah, why that is so, that the Dalid refers to the four aspects of the ten Sviris, including Malchus, which is Kalim, and the Gimel includes three aspects of the Sviris, Chachme, Bina, and Zah, without Malchus, and therefore that's Eiris. So according to this Pshat, it comes out that, that if we're skipping the Mitzvah which is the Tshuve, it's because we're not counting the last level, the lowest level, that's in Eilam which is in the world of Kalim. So it comes out over here that the difference between the pshat that the Marsha says and Yerushalmi says that we're skipping the tshuva or the kapare for Eilam and then you have the pshat that al accepts and the pshat of Da'akede that we're skipping, Rabbi Lezim ben Azariah that is, is skipping the level of kapare which is in the world of Atzilus, Chil Hashem. So the Rebbe points out that really these two levels of kapare are closely related to one another. Because in the Pasuk where it speaks about the Eilamis, it says, Berosav Yitzartiv Afasisiv. And the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya that the Aveide in Eilam has a special connection specifically to Eilam Atzilus. It draws down a revelation from Atzilus. That's why it says Af, which hints to Atzilus, right near Asiyah. It's the same thing also regarding the Kapara that is, a, is achieved through the Tshuva in Eilam And the Kapara that's achieved by reaching into Atzilus, these two are connected. And therefore, the two opinions and how to explain Rabbi Lozab and Azari is uh, skipping one, either he's skipping the tshuva or the kapara rather of Atsilas, or he's skipping the kapara of, of Asiyah, are related to one another. These two Avedas of kapara are related to one another. Also similar, whether they are speaking about, whether Rabbi Lozab and Azariah, that is, when he speaks about the three levels of kapara. So according to the first pshat, it comes out that he's speaking about the three levels of kapara in Kalim. According to the second shot, according to the Marshal and Yerushalmi, it comes out that he's speaking about the three levels of Kapare in, in the Eiris. So the Eiris and Kalim, they really are connected to one another. And the Rabbi brings over here an Arichis that we see from the Yud Gimel Midas Arachman, but the point is, Dafke the Avaide in the Kalim, in the lowest level, where a person brings down the Kapare, even down to Bri, Yitzira, and Asiya, that is connected to the highest level of Eiris, which is even higher than Atzilus. And this is Bechlau, the whole point over here, that we see, according to the Pshat of the Alter Rebbe, that Rabbi Lazar ben Azari is saying, that Dafke da'aveid of an Hashem 
when you achieve the kapara here in the person's lifetime, not including Chilol Hashem, this is an Aveda that reaches highest levels, higher even than the levels of the Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chaye. It reaches to the highest level of Oyer, to the Yechida, Shiba Nefesh, to the highest levels of the Neshama, because Dafka the Aveda that a Yid does in the lowest place here, the Neshama Begulf, elevates the Neshama even higher than it was before it came down to the world, even higher than the level of Tahirihi, higher than Atsilus. And that's why Dafka this level is the highest and the greatest accomplishment of the Kapara that a person does with the Gulf in this world.